Blog Talk Radio. about 
more stuff with the big name players. But I tell you, you want the nuts and bolts, and you want to really prepare and really get into the analysis of the NFL or watching out for amazing talent down the road, I'm telling you, make sure you guys stay locked in. But before we get into 2021, we're going to kind of put a bow, so to speak, on top of the 2020 season in regards to the players who came through the NFL Regional Combine. Now, this year, as usual, was a solid year for the Regional um, Combine platform. Um, this season, which was something to you know, think about, if this season was 84 players. 84 players from the NFL Regional Combine were on NFL rosters, which was fantastic. You know, that was high. And then out of the 84 players, from the regional combine that were NFL rosters, 31 of those were rookies. That's the most ever to finish a season with HBC, I mean, with um, regional combine players to finish a season at 31. You know, so there were some great strong numbers this year. And then at the same time, amongst those 31, you know, we had 10 players. Actually, it actually um, elevated to 12. There were 12 players that was on active rosters, and that tied the most for for active players for the NFL Regional Combine. So that was 2020. Hindsight was a great, great year for the NFL Regional Combine players. And to get into it even more specific, this week we're going to focus on the offensive players. The offensive players for the Regional Combine, I tell you, they came, <laughs> these guys came a long way because I would say for years, for the longest time, the defense side of the ball, the defensive talents, they came through the NFL Regional Combine. They were, I would say, the um, the bell cow for the platform. How these, you know, um, this group of players pretty much helped carry the platform for the NFL because it got to a certain point where the regional was a great spot to find talent for the defense side of the ball. And so that's where you have a lot of your defensive backs. Defensive backs actually lead the way and players who came from the NFL Regional Combine that's in the NFL. So that was, you know, I would say that position, it still is the main position that teams garner the most. And all the highlights and the big names, I mean, the big plays, the guys that made the big splashes were all in defense. But I would say going back two years ago, that's when things started to change. And that started to change largely due, largely, largely to, um, Adam Dillon, wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. He was that guy that kind of carried the torch for the offensive guys. And then that's when you start to see more offensive linemen. The offensive linemen were quietly, you know, for his position on the offensive side of the ball. They were the ones that pretty much carried the torch as active players on the offensive linemen. And so that's when you had your um, Alarindo winning a waiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, left tackle. He signed a big deal a few years ago. He started to come around. Then you got Denzel Good, who's with the Las Vegas Raiders. He's starting to get in there. Greg Van uh, Rudden for the New York Jets. He was with the Carolina Panthers for several years. He's in there. And then you have a guy named Isaiah Wilkerson for the Denver Broncos. All these guys was really paving the way for the offense side of the ball in regards to the talent that was that came through the NFL regional combine platform, and that was fantastic. That was great. And then that's when you start to see more wide receivers getting into it. That's when you see the Seth Roberts in the world. And then you get into the Marvin Halls in the world. We're going to talk about him a little bit too. But 
that's when you start to see Adam Dillon, two-time All-Pro, doors start to open, and that's when we're starting to see, like, okay, now we're starting to see some regional guys that's really showing that, hey, when the scouts come to actually look at these players, they're looking to build. That started to work out like, okay, they're building rosters. They're looking to build a roster. But now they're starting to find some talented players that's going to really do something to help their teams get better. And we're going to jump right off into that, making teams getting better. And we're going to start off definitely with this guy. And you heard me talk about and you and you've heard me mention this dude all season long. And I tell you, Robert Tanyan, tight end for the Green Bay Packers, he did that thing this year, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I know y'all guys was found, I know y'all guys was hearing me talking about him all year, but it was worth it. It was worth it. This young man, when he came through the process in 2017, we was in Minnesota. I recognized then that okay, right situation. Right team. Well, it really didn't apply to him. He's just one of those guys that, okay, this is an NFL tight end. And given in the right situation, this guy can be an elite tight end in the right situation. So when he came through the process 2016, after the draft, he signed with the Detroit Lions. Perfect. Matthew Stafford, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. At that time, the Lions needed the tight end. They wanted to try to keep up what the Packers was doing, what the what the Bears was doing. These guys at the time had some solid tight ends. Okay, let's get the Lions involved. The Vikings, Kyle Rudolph, one of the better um, tight ends in the league, who just got released, by the way. But that's for another network to talk about. But, hey, the Lions was in the conversation. They finally brought in a tight end. And right before the season started, before they made that 53-man 50 roster, boom, guy got cut. Okay? He got released. Okay? I'm looking at this and saying, why? Are they cutting this man? Don't they see that they have a gem right there? Okay. They didn't recognize it, but the Green Bay Packers did. A week, like a month later, the Packers picked him up, put him on the practice squad, and while he was there, he was under Jimmy Graham learning the system, how to play, get acclimated with the NFL level, practice squad, you know, the following year, got on the active roster, backed up a little bit, had like five catches of that season had caught some deep balls, started to show, okay, this guy could do something. Then, then 2019, Jimmy Graham's still there. That's when we see Robert Tunyon on the field a little bit more. And, yes, he did get a touchdown that season, and he only caught the, the ball ten times. Now, 2020, Jimmy Graham is gone. The Packers recognize, say, hey, we got this young stallion here. You know, let's get him out there. Aaron likes him. The offense likes him. The scheme fits him. Let's get him out there. 2019, he only had 10 catches. Just 10 catches. 2020, he had 11, 11 touchdowns. Double-digit touchdowns as the main guy, main tight end. The number one tight end for the Green Bay Packers. i tell you, what he did this year was phenomenal. One of the stats that is not going to show up on paper, but I'm monitoring all these games, and I'll witness, witness this myself. This year, well, um, under being the main guy, the main tight end for the Green Bay Packers, he was targeted 59 times, 59 times. And out of those 59 t- those targets that he had, he caught 52 passes in, I mean, out, of those, out of those targets. Now, you'll probably say to yourself, okay, that was pretty good, not bad. And he had 586 yards out of those 52 catches. But what stands out, those 52 catches, was that those seven 
previous ball that shows up 59 out of 52 shows like there was pass that was incomplete that he dropped and he mishandled the ball. That was not the case. Those seven passes that he was missed, there was balls that were targeted on purpose away from him. It was just towards him as he was, yes, he was targeted, but Aaron Rodgers threw the ball away because the way how the play had broke down. That was the reason why it shows on the stats that, hey, he dropped seven passes, but he technically did not drop a pass all season long. Every time the ball touched Robert Tunyon's hand this season, he hauled it in for a catch. This man did not drop a ball, did not drop a ball all season long. 586 yards, 11 touchdowns to prove it. And then when the postseason rolled around, he was 8 for 8 and also got his first postseason touchdown against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when these guys had host the Bucks from the NFC Championship game. And that was a game where he was able to do his thing 4 for 4, the previous game 4 for 4. I'm telling you, this young man is soon about to break the bank. Now he's up, you know, for free agency this year. Uh, several teams are talking about him. Uh, he, it's, chances are he may not be with the Packers next year. The Bears are going after him, you know, like you know, like like he's gold. So the Packers got a decision to make. They got to lock this man in. He's shown that he can play. And number one, not everybody can catch Aaron Rodgers' balls. This young man did not drop not one single pa- pass that came from Aaron Rodgers. So the Green Bay Packers definitely have to make a decision. And Robert Tunyon definitely, definitely was the, the bell cow for the platform in 2020. Fantastic year for Mr. Robert Tunyon. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do next year. Actually, really looking forward to seeing what decision he's going to make. Because the decision that he's going to make could help be the balance in that division if he stayed in that division. One of the things that, that's very impressive is how he put himself with other star tight ends in the league. He hangs out with George Kittle. I mean, he works out with George Kittle. He uh, works out with Travis Kelsey, uh, working with um, Kyle Rudolph, and also still keeping ties with Jimmy Graham, who is currently with the Chicago Bears. So I would not be surprised if Jimmy is trying to help get him there in Chicago. You listen to Lock and Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow. Today, I am your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. Folks, we got so much more to talk about when we come back from this quick pause. We've had this quick pause. Let the um, network do that thing. And then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about the rest of the offensive players that stood out in 2020. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network. Would you like to know where your family came from? Are you planning a reunion? Is your business celebrating an anniversary? Valerie Metzler, archivist historian, can help. With 34 years of experience as an archivist, preserving and making accessible documents and photographs, and as a historian researching genealogies, Valerie Metzler, archivist historian, can bring your history to life and preserve it for your children's grandchildren. For more information, email her, vmsandmaryah at key Con.net. That's V M as in Mary A H at key C O N N dot net or call 814 932 
All right. Welcome back to Locker Talk on the Best of News Radio Network, where will you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. And, folks, make sure you guys always tune in to the Best of News Radio Network, where you hear fantastic, solid programming about any topic that this planet can offer. And you definitely want to tune in to the Donaldson Files with Tim Donaldson and Coco Koshny. Tom Donaldson and Coco Koshny discuss politics from the right and the left while giving you entertainment news and guests. Listen every Tuesday, every Wednesday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Make sure you tune in the Best News Radio Network to check them out. Coco is probably one of the most underrated, funniest women on the air in, <laughs> in media and no one knows about. Not yet. The time is coming. Now, back to what we were talking about with the ACCU, I mean, with the NFL Regional Combine players. Oh, boy. The reason why I'm talking about so much about ACCU players is because I'm doing a lot of research on these guys when most of the, these guys start to play this upcoming weekend. So that's why I keep saying these guys. So my mind is kind of in, in, in twisted with ACCU. So forgetting for that. So now, back to the Regional Combine players, the guys that started it all from the NFL football operations headquarters up in New York City. So back to no further ado, the players from the regional combine, what they did on the offense side of the ball this season. Now, we talked about Robert Tunyon. Now I'm going to get right to the main guy, the guy that has pretty much carried a torch <laughs> for this platform, uh, for the offense side of the ball for the last couple of years. And we talked about him as we started to talk about the offensive players. And we talked about Adam Thielen, wide receiver from the Minnesota Vikings, just the fact how he came through the pipeline and how he put himself in position to make Mike Mike McCarthy say, okay, let's give this – I mean, not Mike, Mike McCarthy, but to have Mike Zimmer say, okay, let's give this guy a shot. This guy can – let's see what he can do. And when he came through the process in 2013, didn't get in the league right away. 2014, his hometown Vikings – had him come out for a trial. He made a team after he came through NFL regional combine process. Made the team, got on the practice squad. I remember my one of my conversations with him at the Hall of Fame game when he played. Talked to him extensively in the locker room. How he talked about how he run his routes by himself, getting on the jug machine, catching balls, getting himself mentally ready. And he was saying how he's going to be ready coming into the season. In 2016, how he's really going to be ready, in tune, and ready to to take things over. Now, that season, going against the Green Bay Packers, week five, that was his coming out party when he actually introduced the world to this number 19 that no one never really saw, only saw him on special teams when he was a special teams ace. And from there, got into the lineup, he got more snaps, became a starter in 2017. All-Pro, 2018 All-Pro, signed a huge deal two years ago, $84 million. I tell you, when these young men all come into the facility and they on one knee and their whole dream is to make it to the NFL. And then, of course, in the back of their mind, they look and say, oh, I hope that I can become this, you know, make that money, that generational type of money that would change the course of their family history moving forward. That is the dream of every single player come to the regional combine platform want to do. And he was one of the guys, the one, the, actually the main guy that brought in that big cash and he did it 
and he is the face of the regional combine platform amongst players. He's that he's that guy. This year, another solid year from Adam Thielen. Now, Adam Thielen did not get over a thousand yards. So that's the first time in the last two years he did not get over a thousand yards. But he did finish with nine hundred and fifty five yards. I mean nine hundred and twenty five yards. However, he did have a career year as far as a touchdown. He caught the most touchdowns he ever had in one season with 14. 14 touchdowns. He was targeted 108 times and caught 74 of those passes. Now, out of those 74 passes, 52 of them were converted first downs. And he also had three carries for 15 yards. He's not a running back, but there was something to see, you know, as far as doing some jet sweeps and everything on the field. But anyway. He did his thing as a wide receiver. This year was really significant because he was the number one. With Stephon Diggs now with the uh, Buffalo Bills, it was he was clearly, clearly their number one receiver for the Vikings. And so he commanded a whole lot of double teams. And this year, going up against those double teams, he proved that he can handle those double team matchups. He missed one game this season, started 15 out of 15 games, if he had played that one game, he would have got over 1,000 yards for sure. He showed that even double teams, although he was nicked up this year because of double teams, guys being a little bit more physical on him, but he was able to handle it. He bounced back, showed these guys what he can do, and I tell you, Adam Dillon was a, a legit stud. Didn't make the Pro Bowl consideration this year, no problem. He didn't make it last year, no problem. But now, a year in his belt, being the true number one for the Minnesota Vikings, I think next year, moving forward, he's probably working out right now. You know, this guy, he has a, a Tom Brady complex. So he do a little little bit, take a break, and then boom, right back to work. That's how he's he's wired. You know, he's all about teams. So I would not be surprised if he's preparing for 2021 right now, knowing that he got to get a little stronger. You know, he got to bulk up a little bit more to be even more physically um, inclined, I mean, physically inclined to handle those double teams because it's going to keep on coming. And he got to make sure that he can deal with it. And he showed that he can. And next year, I will not be surprised. He made that Pro Bowl roster. Adam Dillon, Minnesota Vikings. Fantastic year, sir. You listen to Locker Talk on the Bachelor News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. All right. Jacksonville Jaguars, they have a wide receiver. You know this guy named Keelan Cole. Now, Keelan Cole. Division two product coming into the league, showing right away that he can play. One of those active players from the start. Always been active ever since he got into the NFL. This year was his best year as a pro. Now, you look at Jacksonville, you see, okay, they only have one win. Okay. And we know that's a lot of stuff going on in Jacksonville. That's fine. You know, they doing some things, making a lot of changes. It's okay. But this just shows how good this young man is. A career year for him. He was targeted the most this year with 88 targets. Caught the most passes, 55. And out of those 55 catches, he converted 34 first downs, the most he ever done. And also had the most touchdowns in the season with six. He really showed out in week nine against the Minnesota Vikings up in Lambeau. And it was a little chilly. You know, a Florida kid used to play in the hot weather. He went up there in the cold weather. Played in Lambeau Field, a place where he always wanted to play, but he did not like the cold. He made that very clear that he did not like cold weather, but in that game he was hot. 
He had a touchdown, and he also had his first career punt return for a touchdown in that matchup as well. So Cole has shown that changes within the franchise, despite the quarterback carousel they have there, not having a true franchise quarterback, that this young man, given the right situation, knowing that he have that if he when that day come when he actually have that legitimate franchise quarterback, that the Jacksonville Jaguars can get so much more out of him, and no telling whether it's Jacksonville or somewhere else, a team can get so much from this young man because he can do it. He is one of the league's absolute, absolute best route runners in the league. He kills these routes, and I'm he have these. Defensive backs doing double moves, turning around. This young man can fly. He can go. He's a speedster. This year, he played in more snaps. He was involved with the offense a lot more, being a part of 785 snaps. And on special teams, he participated in 165 snaps. Now, one of the biggest surprises this year was seeing Marvin Hall get cut by the Detroit Lions. Marvin Hall, he was quietly having his best year as a pro when he was the Detroit Lions where he had four starts. First time he started a game in the NFL since he'd been in the league in 2016. First time, I mean 2017, first time. And with the, with the Lions, he was really showing that he can be trustworthy. Now, he is a legitimate deep threat. He, this dude can catch. His specialty is the deep ball, and the Lions knew that. And that fit Matthew Stafford's skill set as a good deep ball thrower. This season, when he was at the Lions, he was targeted 32 times caught 18 passes, and 10 of those passes that he caught converted first downs for 302 yards and had the most touchdowns in one season with two. And so he was slowly showing that he can be, you know, with Marvin Jones, the guy on that team, you know, Tate, you know, one of those, you know, being like a threesome. Then all of a sudden, after week 11, the Lions released him. Four days later, the Browns picked him up. Browns jumped on that. Okay, they were Baker Mayfield. Baker throw a good deep ball, too. This should work out. The Browns are trending towards the postseason, and we know they all made it. But when he got there, he only played in one game, which he started in week 14, only caught one pass, being targeted two times. After that, he didn't play no more for the Browns for the season due to injury. However, depending on where he may be, he can be a solid piece for any team, especially a team with a quarterback who has a strong arm. So definitely watch out for Let's see what Marvin Hall has in store for 2021. But I would say out of surprises, receiver-wise, now Tyrod Johnson, who came through the process in 2000, um, 2019 in the NFL Regional Combine. Now, I mean, 2000, yeah, 2019 Regional Combine. Now, this young man, when he came, he actually left Oklahoma State a, a year early. Now, most of the guys that come through the Regional Combine platform, these guys are seniors. They already graduated. You know, they was eligible. You don't see too many guys that will forego there last season. Now, he wasn't the first one, you know, to do it. You had Chris Harper who did it in um, 2016. You know, he was he wound up leaving. Then you had George Farmer, you know, another California kid. He left early. Both players did find themselves on NFL rosters, but unfortunately they no longer in the NFL. Tyrod, after going through the workouts in 2019, he bounced around the practice squad in 2019 to get a chance to play. The, the Los Angeles Chargers picked him up towards the end of the 2019 season. And then 2020, that's when we saw Tyrod finally get his opportunity to play in the NFL. And I tell you, folks, he was electric. Another 
deep ball threat feaster in the league. And when he got with the Chargers this year, he had caught 20 passes. Now, what stood out was so cool was that he got targeted 26 times, and he caught 20 of those passes for 398 yards, and he got a, and he got across the goal line three times. He averaged pretty much 33.2 yards to catch. I mean, uh, I, I tell you, I mean, th- th- I mean that was that was just crazy. Deep ball threat. Hey, the Los Angeles Chargers have something, y'all. They have their quarterback. They have some young, talented wide receivers on their squad. The Chargers will be a team that you won't have to deal with and to know they have a regional guy on that squad that is that has shown this year. And Johnson comes with a lot of swag. He paid his dues. And he's letting everybody know. He served notice that, hey, he's going to be someone to deal with for these defenses in the coming years. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Locker Talk on the Bachelor Pat uh, on a Bassett News Radio Network, where you hear about NFL stars of tomorrow today. I'm your host, Barry Barnes, founder and CEO of Locker-Report.com. Please follow me on any one of my social handles on Twitter, Locker underscore report on Instagram, Locker Report 100, all small cats on Facebook, LockerReport.com, and also check out Locker Talk Podcast on Facebook. But, but hey, subscribe to the channel on YouTube, Locker Talk Podcast, where this thing goes even a little further and talking about these talented players from the NFL Regional Combine platform. Folks, go to the site, go to lockthedashboard.com, check the article out where I have more players from the Regional Combine that did well on the offense side of the ball of 2020. Next week, we're going to talk about the defense. The defense got off too, especially one particular player that you heard me talk about all season long. Make sure y'all guys stay safe out there, continue to take care, I mean, go through all the procedures, stay safe, being COVID-free. We're almost there, folks. Everyone stay blessed. Talk to you guys next week.